1: welcome to the auburn live podcast your home for bold insightful and honest conversations around auburn athletics Where go? Where
0: go? Where go? Where go? hey how about you everybody welcome into a special wednesday edition of inside the 20 with myself and keith niebuhr we have got a special guest today. As we had a couple of weeks ago, we're, we're going to keep the train rolling with our special guest. Today we are joined by Mr. Brett Whiteside, Executive Director of On to Victory, Auburn's main and primary NIL collective. Brett, how you doing, big dog?
1: Hey, doing great. Good to see you all again. War Eagle.
0: War Eagle, Brett, is uh, coming. He returned to Auburn, I guess, what, late summer?
1: Yeah, we got in, uh, I believe, August 18th was uh, kind of first week here. Um and I've hit the ground run and finally got moved into my house in October, kind of bounced around homeless for a couple of months uh, oh. while well, we got settled. But it's uh, good to be back and, and and unloading boxes every night when I get home.
0: Brett spent the past two years or so under Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri. Is that about right, Brett?
1: That's right, yeah. So I went up there with Eli in uh, February of 21 as the chief recruiting officer uh, and was there when NIL came to be in July of 21. Oh, yeah. So um, enjoyed working with him and his staff. They're doing a good job there. And um, well, the experience in recruiting during that time proved invaluable as I moved into this role.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you, you spent four years here under Gus, Director of Recruiting Operations. I think you, uh, I, that's where I've, I've known you from since, I don't know, maybe 2014, 15.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I went to school here, uh, met my wife here, worked in recruiting during that time when Coach Tuberville was the head coach and then Coach Chizik. Um And I was here for all of Gus's tenure, the first four in recruiting and then the last four in um,
0: in uh, operations. Hey, before we get started, guys, before we go any, any more in depth with Brett, I want to give him a big uh, how about you to Caleb Schofield there at <coughs> – excuse me – Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange, Georgia. Caleb has a vast selection of new and used vehicles there on Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange. Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Uh, all their new vehicles come with a free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. Give Brett, I mean, give, give Brett. Give Caleb Schofield a call at
2: 334. 334- <laughs> 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 yeah, Brett does it me. all.
0: It probably goes great with uh, with your new title. 334 531 996. Caleb Schofield there in LaGrange. Give him a call. Uh, Brett, we talked about your background in recruiting here at Auburn and there again in Missouri. Talk about your decision to come back to Auburn as the executive director of, of Onto Victory and maybe how your background in recruiting translates to your, your new position in this yeah. kind of this different arm of recruiting.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed working in recruiting. I really think that when you can be a part of recruiting the roster um, – and watching the product on the field, it's very rewarding. Um, So enjoy that piece of this. I thought that moving into name, image, and likeness was a good transition for me uh, to be be able to really support all student athletes and get back to Auburn, uh, which is home for my wife and I and and our little boy. Um, So I thought that um, taking that experience would really serve me well and serve Auburn well. Uh, the the collective's board is made up of seven seven Auburn grads um, whose Mission really was just to support Auburn student athletes and to create as many NIL opportunities for them as possible uh, without them benefiting financially at all. So they they have spent a lot of time in this, never been compensated, never will. And as they started to begin to share their vision for Auburn being a leader in NIL nationally uh, began to really pique my interest It's something that I think that I can come in and and really help continue the momentum that they've had so that we can be very competitive in this space, which will result uh, to being competitive on the field and court.
0: I've got to say, Brett, man, since you guys, you, Beth Burkett, um, and, and those, uh, the board, the buzz around the On to Victory has been uh, very loud. F- coming from recruiting reporters, we've heard some very good things. feel like you got a lot of momentum, a lot of things going in the right direction. Uh, we know you've got some goals. You've got uh, another – Enrollment. Uh, What do you have coming out at the end of the month?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, right now, we're in the middle of a major fundraising campaign to try to raise $30 million in three years. That's going very, very well. Um, And the next piece of this is how can all of the Auburn family get involved? And we continue to hear day after day of people asking, How can I do my part? How can I be involved to support? Name, image, and likeness for Auburn student athletes, and so we were we were slow to roll this out because we wanted to make sure that we did it right and it was first class and and everything worked the way that we wanted to. So at the end of the month, we're going to roll out the opportunity for all Auburn fans uh, to be able to give on a monthly recurring basis uh, at the entry level of thirty four dollars a month. Uh, that's going to provide them opportunities to number one support Auburn student athletes, and we believe that the Auburn family. Um, believes in that mission that we should support our student athletes that are, that are playing for our great university. Um, and our model is a little different than others. We ensure that at least 90% of every donation is gonna go directly to an Auburn student athlete. Um, and so that's the number one benefit of getting involved with us right now. Uh, and then next they'll have opportunities for some premium content and regular updates on where we're at. Um, our student athletes will participate in, in in-person appearances, virtual appearances, And it would be great for them to be able to really see the person that's a a student athlete here.
0: NIL is such a big – and it seems like it's become such a big component in not only playing but obviously recruiting in the past two years. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Brett, where do you see this NIL – where do you see it going? Do you see it being the uh, strong arm in recruiting? Do you see it being paramount in acquiring talent
1: Yeah, I really do. Um, You know, the recruitment process, kids and their parents are always looking for certain things, and it's different for every kid. And, you know, they're looking for great academics, looking at places that can develop them for the NFL and, and places that they can win championships. And Auburn checks all those boxes. The next piece of this is NIL. What are the NIL opportunities at your institution? And Auburn has been very successful in the NIL space, and that's something that our coaches can recruit off of. They can talk about those opportunities um, that are there and some of the current players that have, have great deals, both with our collective and with national and, and regional brands as well. Um, and so, yeah, I don't see NIL going away. I think that those are going to continue to be conversations. And really our goal, my goal for for to Victory is – that we provide the resources that are necessary to make sure that, that NIL is not a reason that a student athlete does not choose to come to Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feel like our coaches do a great job on the recruiting trail to attract the right types of players to Auburn's culture that have that blue collar uh, mentality that they wanna be coached hard and they wanna be in a place that they can win a championship. And we wanna be able to provide those NIL opportunities that will enhance their student athlete experience.
0: You know, broad view, Keith, and you jump in here because we've got we, we want to kind of break it down for the for the listeners and for ourselves, Keith, uh, Brett. I mean, in our in our business, being recruiting reporters, you know, we hear NIL all the time, but a lot of people don't know the the cans and can'ts the sure. uh, of, of of how big of a factor NIL can be in recruiting. Brett, at what point does onto victory if a, if a student athlete or a recruit is interested in auburn tell us what you can and can't do yeah as far as meeting with him meeting parents discussing anything
1: for sure you know when this when nil became uh, legalized july 1 of 21 since then the ncaa's really only come out with three documents to provide guidance to uh, universities, fans, and collectives. And in one of those documents, they specifically address that a collective is made up of boosters, and then therefore um, they cannot engage in recruiting conversations. Uh, recruiting conversations, you know, by definition is, is about inducing or, or, or encouraging a, a prospective student athlete to attend a certain institution. So number one thing is they came out and said, really, collectives don't need to be talking to prospective student athletes until they've signed and become a student athlete. So I've never had a conversation with a recruit since I've taken on this role. It's really up to our coaching staff to be able to recruit them um, in ways that they already have, but then also to point to the opportunities that their current team and their current student-athletes at their school have received. Um, And then once a student-athlete becomes signed, then we can begin engaging with them, Ask them if they'd be interested in a deal with us and, and make our evaluation and proposal to them of how we'd like for them to be a an on to victory athlete.
0: Huh. Interesting. So you 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 can't begin conversations until that letter of intent is signed.
1: That's right. Yeah, I don't know if that it, if it's exactly at, at the signature of letter of intent or if it's once they trigger student athlete status. We'll get clarity on that as we approach December twenty first, but it it uh to, to avoid being an inducement for them, you know, we'll begin conversations after that
0: point. Because, as you said, the NCAA considers the collective boosters. So we exactly. all know that, you know, going back to the when I before I was first starting doing the boosters cannot contact recruits, and uh, so that makes a lot of sense. Keith, jump in here. I know you've got some interesting uh, questions yeah, for Brett. It's,
2: it's still even as you explain these things to us. We talked off, you know, off air before we got going here. It's still a little bit much to get uh, for the average person to get their arms around. So. As an Auburn fan, what can you say to assure the Auburn fan that Auburn is is providing the necessary, uh, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for here, Brett, but that will be in line with.
0: So, so the NIL yeah. won't be the reason Auburn That's right. yeah, loses over. So I mean,
1: we've, you know, we've uh, publicly talked about where we're at in our fundraising campaign, that our goal is to raise $30 million over three years, so essentially $10 million a year. That's highly competitive um, in the SEC and nationally as far as being able to provide resources to student-athletes. And I think the um, the fact that we have over 100 Auburn student-athletes on contract right now, Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that speaks to our ability to engage in these deals. Our board very wisely has determined we're not going to sign NIL contracts without uh, resources in the bank. Uh, And so we've we've fully funded all of our contracts and and will continue to be able to do so thanks to, so far, major donations. And in the very near future, it'll be thanks to... All of the Auburn family getting involved and, and contributing monthly.
2: But you're saying when a kid's on a visit, he's talking to other players at Auburn or, or any school. He's talking to the staff, and that's how they learn what they. Yeah, doing. you
1: know, I think um, it, from my experience in recruiting and how I know that that our that our Auburn staff recruits as well is you want your current student athletes to sell your program. And that's why being a student host is so important when they're interacting with recruits is who do you pair up a recruit with to really be able to talk about their Auburn, uh, their current Auburn experience. And, you know, almost half of of Auburn's football team is going to be able to talk about their deals with our collective. Um, And it is our goal to have the entire team in the in the near future but they'll be able to talk about the deals that they receive the requirements that we require Um, we are operating as a not-for-profit which i think is how a lot of the collectives uh, should be working it should be a a pure model that really your goal is to support student athletes uh, with this as, as many resources as possible. There are some for-profit collectives out there um, that are working with some of the Auburn student-athletes, and they require a whole different set of requirements of those student-athletes. Okay. Um, you know, we, we're trying to be very student-athlete-friendly, understanding their time commitments. They come in our office monthly, uh, typically on a Monday on their off day, to fulfill their requirements, and it doesn't take much huh. of their time.
2: I got a, I got a couple more, okay. uh Brett... Uh, When you arrived at Auburn, how far behind was Auburn with this collective relative to other schools? You were at another SEC school, so you would know. How far behind was Auburn and how much was it hurting Auburn's recruiting?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, um, first of all, Rick Davidson founded NIL Auburn. He's a former Auburn baseball player and, and local attorney, very well thought of, and was a pioneer in this for Auburn when nobody really wanted to step up and get a collective going for Auburn. So first and foremost, I'm appreciative to Rick and, and all of the NIL Auburn staff that worked very hard and tirelessly to try to get Auburn to become competitive. Um, I will say that, that they had some really good contracts in place with student athletes. When on to victory, uh, essentially became the only collective, and and NIL Auburn was dissolved. Um, there's always you can always do more. You know,
2: we're just taking the next I
1: mean, step. Yeah, plan. that's right. I, I think it's just a matter I of, you heard of that. Not so great. No, that's okay. I mean. We want to be competitive nationally when you hear twenty five million dollars numbers, when you hear eight million dollars numbers, your eyes get big and you think, wow, we're going to have to, to really up our game to become competitive. And that's why I think that the the major fundraising campaign is so important because it allows us to be competitive right now. Okay. And be, go ahead.
2: No, God, I'm sorry.
1: No, I was just going to say, and, and us going ahead and launching this this model before signing day, hopefully everybody understands the urgency that December 21st is coming up soon, and we're not going to sign a contract without having those resources available. And so that's why we really want to push this thing through November and December uh, so that we can be very competitive in the SEC. Brett,
0: tell us where the average fan can go if they want to contribute $34 a month.
1: Yeah, our, our 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 website's owned to victory.com right now it's it's set up as just a, an opportunity to donate. It doesn't really talk about the subscription model. Uh, you can you can give monthly, but here in the near future you'll see a facelift to our website and you'll see exact ways that 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 monthly contribution um, will be able to be utilized.
2: Uh, Brett, you know, one of the things with all these collectives you see uh, players are doing autograph signings. They're doing uh, attending birthday part, you know, parties, things yeah. like that. And so, on the surface, it sounds like it's creating a connect between fans and and players. But what if the fan? What if the fan doesn't have money? And so, historically, school at schools like Auburn, you would send your student athletes to the local elementary school, to the local middle school, yeah. and they would do things with uh, to kind of broaden the fan base and make new fans and meet kids and have fan days and autograph signings Uh, and I think some fans are sort of concerned that that maybe it's going to some of that stuff's going to go away and it's going to become strictly professional if that makes any sense yeah are they still going to are student-athletes at Auburn I think it's important to a lot of people because not everybody's got money right so are student-athletes at Auburn still going to be doing things for people who may not have the resources to contribute and, and be a part of this
1: Yeah, you know, I obviously cannot speak for our student athletes, but I know the types of kids that we have. I have thoroughly enjoyed the opportunity that I've had to meet individually with each of our own victory athletes, hearing their stories, learning how they're utilizing NIL and getting to know them on a personal level and understanding the character that they have. They're still going to go read to children at the local elementary school. You know, they're still going to volunteer for Habitat for Humanity. They're still going to be involved in those things. Um, there are some NIL deals out there that encourage charitable um, donations or charitable work in the community. And, and we've done some of those, but I don't think that you're going to see an Auburn student athlete say, I'm not going to go help my community unless you pay me. Yeah. How would much?
2: There's people there to, to that if that was the case, right? I mean, you. You have a, a disconnect with your fan base. It could cause some issues. No question. I
1: think Auburn University Athletics is doing a good job right now of educating good. their student athletes on personal branding. Uh, they've launched their program that's that's helping educate them on not only how to be a, um, a small business themselves and, and how to learn about taxes and all those other things, but mm-hmm. but really about the importance of personal branding. And I hope that they realize that as many opportunities as they have to engage with the public, they should take advantage of it.
0: Brett, last thing for me, man. I, I thought it was interesting to um, to to explain maybe how the valuations of these yeah. uh, uh, the the players. Um, and I know Jason Campbell is, is part of you guys' collective. Probably go, talk to, talk about the valuation. Uh, process. Yeah. Again,
1: the NCAA has given very little guidance, but one of the one of the other things that they've talked about is that every individual should be treated individually in their valuation. And that is why Jason is so important to us. Um, Jason, obviously having the great career that he had in football, is our football general manager. And between he and myself, we're able to talk about. Um, really where we see the valuation of the student athletes and, and the deals that we're offering. And we can take a look at it from multiple different areas, whether that is, um, you know, their social media following or, uh, you know, how much time we think that they're going to be exposed to the fan base, what their popularity is. That's really what NIL is, right? It doesn't have anything to do with their athletic abilities, about their popularity, their fandom. Sure. Um, and their reach. Their reach, no, no question, um, and the market, and, and and what their personal brand is, maybe how people resonate with that, what the what their business involvement is, um, and so we take it on a case by case basis, and um, we provide those opportunities, and and we've been highly competitive, um,
2: you know, not had anybody turn down a deal. All right, Keith. Uh, well, Brent, I was just wondering, you know, I think one of the other concerns fans have are is that you know, hey, look. When amateur athletes start making money, how is that going to affect their their mental state, their per- athletic performance, uh, their desire to win? Uh, and, and some athletes we've talked to, Owen oh, Popo said, "Hey, I think it's going to actually make us work harder. We're sure. going to taste." But obviously, obviously, it's going to be <laughs> different per kid, I would assume. Uh, but what from your experiences from you know the year or so at Missouri, where you had NIL, and now at Auburn, and dealing with student athletes, have you noticed any difference in that element of it, performance-related. You know, maybe a
1: little bit. Maybe they're maybe they're a little bit more aware. Um, maybe even socially more so than athletically of the importance of having a positive social brand. That. Um, you know, if they were to get into some trouble, then there go, then there would be their nil deals would be off the table. So maybe they're a little bit more aware of those things. Socially. Of
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, athletically, you know, you're talking about some of the most highly competitive guys in the country yeah. in the world. And when a coach is looking to sign a player and they're doing a fit check with them, that's one of the things that a coach is looking at is does he love the game? Uh, if if everything else went away, you know. Would he still love to play the game of football? Is he highly competitive? Is he self-motivated? And when those boxes are checked, when you sign a player, he's not going to perform differently, I don't think, because of NIL. He's already so self-motivated to get on the field and compete at the highest level. Um, so, so we're happy to, to be able to engage with those types of players that we know are working so hard to
2: win. Thank you, Brett.
1: Keith, anything else?
2: I think we, uh, I think we got a lot out of them here. You're probably never going to talk again.
1: <laughs> no, you're good. I, I appreciate y'all what you do. Um, I've followed y'all from a long time. You do a great job, and um, you know, happy, happy to be a resource anytime. Maybe Brett, you can.
2: What kind of NIL can you work out for us to? Or we're curious about this. I mean, we're obviously in high demand.
0: Can you imagine on to victory right here, Brett?
2: Well, you know, OTV. I- yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that looks pretty good. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit later. Hey, I
0: will say this, Brett. We had a couple of subscribers. At, they, they love the logo. Yeah. Uh, and, and they were um, asking, will uh, any apparel from OTV? Yeah, coming soon. Coming okay, soon. cool.
1: There will be some exclusive apparel to our uh, members, um, and then there will be a merchandise store uh, so that they can get some additional items as well.
0: Awesome. I, I, I've, again, man, uh, c- congratulations, Brad, on coming back and, and – uh, props to you, man. I've heard really good things since you guys have taken over. And we've started, Keith and I know this, we've started to see it making a difference in uh, in, in, in things. So great job. Well, and
1: uh, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm able to do what I'm able to do because of Auburn fans and the Auburn family. And I hope that as people continue to think about how they can make a difference, how they can make an impact on the field, that they begin to see that NIL is, is really going to be able to to have us be very competitive,
0: absolutely, and, and everybody be on the lookout on onto victory.com, having a new having a rollout, new subscription plan coming out maybe in the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, by the end of the month we'll uh, we'll have it out uh, to the fan base
0: as low as thirty four dollars a month in in uh, in honor of Chris Morris, nineteen eighties basketball player. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm that's sure that's it where it came from. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll, let, I'll let
1: Bo and Charles argue uh, who, yeah. who's, the, who's the real 30. Um, so, anyway, hey,
0: thanks so much, Brett. We really appreciate it. Hope you'll come back and join us, man. Maybe maybe check back in in December, maybe after early signing day or something like that. We'd uh, love to have you. We, we appreciate your time this morning.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Let's connect after we can celebrate a top ten signing
0: class. There you go. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Brett Whiteside, for Zach in the back, for Keith, for Brett, and I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See you.